Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Clicking Balls Podcast. This is the AFL Round 8 Wrapped. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, do you have a highlight of the week past? Yeah, I had a, had a, a really good one, actually. Um, Friday night, I uh, had a bit of a bit of an after <coughs> drink, which turned into two or three, and then uh, seven or eight, and we ended up uh, out uh, in a little laneway bar and got home at around half past midnight, one o'clock. Um, the wife was asleep. I was going to say, that, that's pretty late for, for a married yeah. man with kids yeah. these days. <laughs> One o'clock, wow! <laughs> wife was asleep, so that's a fucking win. And uh, you were wrecked for the rest of the weekend. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was, uh, there was not much sympathy on uh, Saturday morning. Uh, I was up reasonably early. But this is know. what life's come to. Yeah. Well, you take your wins where you can get You're them. celebrating the small wins. So, Brenton, you got a highlight of the week? Well, not a whole lot of highlights, to be honest. Uh, it's been a long-ass week. Uh, <laughs> I had a wedding last weekend, so that's why I was away for... For most of that weekend, and then came back, got a wedding on Tuesday night, which is always uh, something different. But um, cheapskates. Well, it was funny. It's a Chinese wedding, so it was a couple of people that I used to work with at the casino. And um, the thing that I like about Chinese weddings is that it's got a great, great food, uh, lots of booze, and they're huge. And so it's really? really easy for me just to be the token white dude that just blends in the background <laughs> and I have no social obligations to have to go and talk to all the people and whatnot. And well, half literally don't speak the language. Well, that's exactly right. And there's, there's an MC who did a fantastic job in translating English, Mandarin and Cantonese. Right. Like she ran a tight ship and I was MC for the wedding of my mates back in Broken Hill. Yep. And I was like, holy shit, this girl's got her game sorted out. <laughs> but um, anyway, so we're getting to the, the fifth course, I think, which was the quail. And they start, they start doing the, the games, you know, in like a, a Western wedding, you try and get the the click garter, glasses and shit garter off a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off, off a belt with the teeth and click glasses and that and that well they have different games like it's like party games so it's, you've got to try and transfer an orange to the next person right using your elbows or not using your hands or limbs so they or combine like the bucks night and the wedding pretty much and so I'm just going about my quail and all of a sudden I hear this uh, over the microphone MC's Brenton I'm like look around at my girlfriend I'm like there's, there's two Brentons here right <laughs> yeah, <better> be. <laughs> she's like oh, I don't know then they announce my full name so I'm like okay they're on to the next game and they call calling me up so, unless they had a raffle yeah so I walk up to the obviously on the stage where the MC is and she's like yeah you're on the you're on the Cantonese team and I'm like what what and she keeps obviously translating speaking yep. Cantonese to the audience I'm like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> so I'm sitting there going this is not what I signed up for man my fucking quail's going cold <laughs> and, and so eventually they've gotten all these people up I'm the only white guy I'm like, I think they made a mistake here, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> Excuse me, I didn't expect to speak Cantonese. Like, it's okay, it's okay. And so, <laughs> just fuck off. Just and oh, they're explaining things to the crowd, but it's in Cantonese, so I have no idea what's going on. And all of a sudden, I'm in a team. There's three groups of five. I'm in the the middle row, and uh, we've got a Cantonese speaker on, on the left hand side and a Cantonese speaker on the very end on the right hand side. And I'm in the middle with these two other Asian people. Apparently, don't speak Cantonese. One of them was Viet. The other one right. was. Uh, she spoke Mandarin instead of Cantonese, which I'm guessing there's obviously different. You speak one, but you're around people that are speaking the same, so you pick up things here and there. So they speak right. a little bit. And what the game was was that uh, the MC will say to the person at the starter line something in Cantonese and it's Chinese whispers. Well, I, I'm sorry, I was about to make a joke at the start, like, oh, what do they play Chinese whispers? <laughs> they actually do. I'm not joking. We play Chinese whispers or, at, or at a Chinese wedding. Telephone, I think they have to call it yeah. these days. But this one was more like white guy whispers. Because <laughs> right. uh, the idea was to have people in the middle that don't speak uh, the language. Right. Obviously, I'm the token white guy, so I'm probably the only one there who legitimately doesn't speak the language. Yep. And so the person in the end has to say out what what they're what they're supposed to say. And I had this plan where I'm gonna I'm gonna change the Vietnamese and just say something that's completely fucking wrong and then the person in the end have to try of and course. say it 
But then once the game was explained to me, I'm like, oh, hang on. They're going to try and translate into, into Cantonese. So they're not going to understand what I'm saying anyway. So yep. that's going to come out of the way. And so... I would have really taken advantage of the situation, just said something filthy. If I had known what was going on from the start, I probably could have planned it better, but I was just <laughs> lost on this stage. And so we get to the first game, and um, <clears throat> we get to the end, and we have no idea what, 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 what the word is. And I'm trying to pronounce like a 10-syllable Chinese phrase <laughs> right. to the person next to me. And it gets to the end, and we fucked it up. And uh, so we went to the next round, and straight away, we're all going, all right, so we have to cheat. <laughs> this is the only way we're getting through this. And so we've come up with this little sort of scam where... The per- first person will say how many syllables there are, and he'll try and say it to me. And while he said it to me, he'll say it extra loud so the person only can hear. Right. This this worked for like the first. Oh, before that, we get up there. MC is like, "All right, there'll be twenty questions. Fuck, like, twenty questions. What the fuck is this shit? I'm going to miss three courses. It's like <laughs> literally the only reason why I come to these things." And so we get to to about the sixth question, and it's t- all tied up because everyone's got the same idea, and it's just cheating. Okay. And um, so we're like, "All right, let's just cut this short. Like this be the last round." She's like, "All right, last round." And she, and um. My, my team managed to win somehow, like that round, but so did the team behind me. Yep. So we've got to have a, like a battle round. Oh, fuck and so up. this one's extra hard. And obviously when it's only the two teams left, the, the, she's caught on to everyone's cheating. And so uh, both teams get it right, surprisingly. And right. She's, she's like, well, I think something's wrong here. People's cheating. So we're going to pick one person in the middle to uh, try and say what the phrase is. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so of course, yep, you're in the middle. You come out in front of everyone. I'm going to try and say this phrase that I remembered it for two seconds. It's almost like studying you yep. know, for, for the, the exam and then that's it. I'm like, I wasn't going for postgrad. This is this bullshit. <laughs> um, and so I fuck it up terribly, like terribly. And so all the people are laughing. Yep. And then she's like, oh, that's great. And <laughs> the girl from the other team who's, I don't know, she said a perfect Mandarin, perfect Cantonese and Mandarin, whatever she, her team was. And so I'm like, sweet, that's all done and dusted. I finished that one off. And she's like, okay, well, uh, you both got it right. And I'm like, I did not get this right. <laughs> and then she says something Cantonese and everyone starts laughing. So I'm like, this is pick on the white guy. <laughs> I see what's going on here. And so uh, at the end, she's like, all right, so what we're going to do is we're going to have a vote from the audience, a round of applause for everyone. Who, who's going to win? And who's, who picks the girl? Dead silence. Dead right. silence. I'm like, I see what's going on here. <laughs> all of a sudden, who picks the white guy? Everyone cheers. So I couldn't believe I went to went, Japanese, to, a, went to a Chinese wedding, played Chinese whispers, and won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> add that add that to your Facebook profile. Yeah, yeah that's got yeah. on the resume. Um, but that was in the highlight. The highlight was good beer week starting on Friday or Saturday. Well, so you got a beer of the week then? Yep, we do. We've got uh, the Deschutes Stoic. We went to a masterclass from the assistant brewer Some of uh, Deschutes. It was really good fun. Oh, he was a, like when um, when you mentioned this was going on. The um the lead in was oh the brewer he's he's really American yeah <laughs> and I'm like all right and turns up he's got the the trucker cap the flannels the you know um bear, not bear grills fucking who's the guy that does the dirty jobs oh Mike Rowe Mike Rowe his that sort of pants and some uh, Timberland boots some big boots he's also and, got a five o'clock shadow and a moustache yeah <laughs> and um oh, nice bloke don't get me wrong but. Yeah, he, he, he did look like that sort of bloke that you'd expect to own a pickup truck. They'd peeled him out of a stereotypes catalogue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had to put his arms over the bar before he gave the master class. Of course. That sort of person. But mm. some, like, I don't know if everyone's like one of those Joe Rogan podcasts. He looked like Cam- the brewing version of Cameron Haynes, right. the hunter. Yeah. So yeah, Deschutes, Stoic, Cracker, um, their interpretation of a quad uh, Belgium strong ale. So yeah. get onto that one. I think they'll be at Carlin Cellars too. Yeah, and I have no idea what uh, a quad fucking is, but uh, I'd like, smash down... As it, much of that as I could. It's a big boy beer. It's it's four of them. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it is a big um, beer. Before we get into the games, my highlight, uh, I'm going to go to the UFC. Um, it was, oh, yeah. uh, you'll see, was it 2.11 or 2.12? 2.12. On, on Sunday. Um, and we were watching, we were trying to, you know, who are we going to pick? Yep. And we were saying, who are going to pick in the main event before the fight? And I said to you guys, it'll be a long time before I pick somebody besides Stipe Miocic. Yeah. Fucking hell, didn't he do it? God damn, um, yeah. He, he's already got the record for the heavyweight defences, which is, you know, I think two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is actually. He's now broken it. Yep. Um, but geez, he's, he's almost rounding out that division now. Yeah, and there's not much coming through in the heavyweight. You're well, waiting for John Jones to step mm, up there pretty much. It's either it John Jones or it's... You, the Black Beast isn't ready yet, no. Derek Lewis. No. But what about the Frenchman? Nagano. Oh, yeah, Nagano, yeah. He's actually should be he's, he's next, next in line. Yeah, he'd have he, to be because he'll run out. So, Josh, you're going to say... Oh, so it's good for Stipe Miocic as well to uh, be on the, the main event and not have the hardest name to say. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. <laughs> With uh, <laughs> just... <laughs> you won again, Jay Chick. Yeah. I did notice the announcer is doing the um, 
the warm-ups or the, they call it, you know, the, the pre-fight Intro, stuff. Yeah. The goldie go, stuff. So, is Yoana champion going to, I'm like, mate, nah. <laughs> you nah, tapped out. You <laughs> fucking learn her name and you fucking say it like the rest yeah. of us. Because even I saw the little sheet that Rogan posted on his Twitter or something yeah. where it had the phonetic, the phonetic pronunciation of it. Uh, still looked wrong. <laughs> still looked wrong. It was like, nying, 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 check. Yeah, but I think he's used to it now. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, you know, she doesn't mind champion. Yeah. All right, so we'll get to the footy. We started off... Actually, you know what? I had a bad luck weekend with, with the footy. Just when I picked a game to watch, it was the worst of the two, no matter yep. when. Well, how, how are your tips going? Um, I've been The last couple of weeks have been the hardest weeks to tip, hmm. have been my best weeks, which really says how badly I've been going. I've been climbing up the ladder when everyone yeah. else is fucking up. My worst this season's been four. Um, last right. week, I got five. Uh, and this week we've got six. It's been pretty good. Yeah, see, my worst has been one or... I think I got a two in <laughs> round two or something like that. But I got seven last weekend. I only tip on here and I don't even keep count. <laughs> um, we started off on Friday night uh, with the Eagles and the Bulldogs. A- again, a scrappy and wasteful affair. I mean, he- even in the third quarter, there were two goals kicked. Yeah. It was that kind of game. It was that kind of weekend too. Yeah. Like, it was all around sort of sloppy play. Which, I mean, for some, for some games that were never going to be crackers, that made them interesting by comparison. Yeah. So it was sort of a messy round, and this, but that's not what we expected from West Coast and the Bulldogs. We expected them to no. be a little bit more cleaner, because both fast playing through the middle teams. No, Bulldogs can do that, though. They do tend to um, have the you know, freak, not, not infrequent um, scrappy play. Yeah that's, yeah, that's fair enough, actually. Uh, especially this year. They haven't been that crisp and clean. Like we said, the, a few of their wins, they've had moments of crispness, yeah. uh, and that's been enough. Yep. But, I mean, in this one, well, eight points, but really it should have been a couple of goals because Josh Kennedy was kicking like shit. Yep, and it's been one of those uh, seasons where I saw an article in somewhere online from one of the publications talking about if, if goal kicking is an afterthought. And I think it's yeah. really just the style of... Uh, getting people running through the ground and just keeping it locking in your forward time. And it's yep. just the law of, if you have enough shots, sooner or later you're going to get goals. It's going to happen, yeah. So you don't really need dedicated goalkeepers anymore. It's just people who can put forward line pressure on and just try and run the opposition uh, ragged, pretty much. But it was only a couple of years ago, remember, Luke Bruce was going for the record. So, I mean, yeah. the, the focus is there. Yep. And people know for it. And, but um, I wonder if it's just the, the insistence that uh, you don't need a kick or drop punt. You know, there's there's the dribble yep. kicks like Dunstall says, and yeah, um, yeah we the long or, fucking torps though. Yeah, the, well, they never go in anymore. See, I can understand if you're outside, but if you're at Etihad Stadium, there's no excuse. I mean, yeah. this is outside, but that's just an example. There's see yeah. plenty of them like lining up, forty five degree angle, go for the snapshot. It just doesn't. I'm yeah. going to start a, a Reddit, uh, a closed Reddit thread, or what do they call it? Subreddit. Yep. Just drop punt. Porn. Drop punt cunt. <laughs> Drop punt porn. And it's just just set shots. Yeah, go straight. It'll be, does it uh, Darcy Pierce? Daisy Pierce, the chick who was yep. playing for Melbourne? Yeah. Yep. Just photos of her kicking the footy. No, it'll just be the guys that. Or like, um, oh, what's the Taylor. The girl who's Harris. kicking. Yeah, who's kicking oh, style pretty much. That's probably what I'm talking yeah. about. She does the splits. Um, yeah. It'll be, you know, Jordan Lewis from the boundary line where he kicks drop punts. Like, yeah. That's, that's it. You know, straight yeah. straight run up. None of this around the corner. Yep. Straight through at uh, half goalpost height. That's it. But if he's doing it, it for it, Melbourne, is that a cry wank? No, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's about the drop punt. Yeah. And, you know, Eddie Betts, you're not, you're not welcome. No, but Taylor Walker, he's still, he made his name off kicking or drop punts from 50 out from right on the boundary yeah. line and slotting them through. Yeah, nothing so wrong with that. So people like See, that, that kind gonna, of stuff gets in there. They're going to wear capes soon. Yeah, um, I think Sam Mitchell in this game also equaled Robert Harvey's record for most games with 30 posies or more. Oh, really? So it's not a bad effort. I'm um, surprised. I'm not surprised, actually, that um, Rob's got that. But um, I thought there'd be a lot of more contenders out there, like someone like Voss or uh, some well, of that Brisbane dynamic midfield. See, the thing is, there's not many players that have that longevity. Um, yeah, you know, true. like like those guys, like Simon Black, I without looking, I'd say he'd have more 30-game possessions than Voss. Yep. Just because, well, one, he played for longer. Yeah. But he he was, you know, as good at, in his, you know, last 20 games as he was in, yeah. you know, two seasons before that and, and before that. Yeah. You know, a lot of midfielders, when they get older, they end up resting down in the forward pocket, whereas guys like Black and, and Sam Mitchell, yeah. nah, you're in the middle, son. And if Ablett could stay on the park for a while, I mean, yeah. he'd be up there. But I can't wait to get to Geelong and they just bathe him in stem cells or something. <laughs> <laughs> Put his Gatorade and his... Uh, Holy water, whatever the fuck it takes. It'll be all Can of it. Come good, all of it. Yep. Um, but uh, anyway, West Coast get a, a big scalp at home. 
Um, still does little to shake their tags, though. Yeah, it does little to dent the confidence of the Bulldogs. I yeah. mean, they always want to be the underdogs, so things are going pretty neat for them. They're going to be the bottom bottom four at the moment and pushing their way up for the it. final. They don't care where they yeah. finish in the top eight, as long as they yep. finish in there. Prudis looking all right. Yeah, like, he did yeah. well. He was, uh, well, all over the place. Some great tackles, too. Yeah, Yo was the same. I mean, he put in his probably one of his better performances of the season, but he's still inconsistent game to game. Yep. Uh, so you just need consistency from him and... Gaff, Gaff's swinging a lot of it, but hasn't seemed to make made a lot of difference yeah. in the last few weeks. So it's been some shockers too with him. I think they're running thin on the sort of the fleshing out their twenty two players. Mm. After yeah. half time, West Coast got one goal nine. Yeah. And Josh Kennedy was the worst culprit. Um, and usually, you know, set shots, that's his bread and butter. Yeah. But it does say something though that he got eight scoring shots, did he have? Something like that? Three goals uh, three, five. Six, so nine. Three six nine. So he's getting a lot of um a lot of the ball anyway. Yep. And he, yeah. His lead up was brilliant. So, yeah. so there's that side of it for it's him. It's not quite Jay Schultz effort. No. <laughs> um, that was great how he threw the boots yep. into it. I love that. <laughs> All right. On to Saturday. Hawthorne played Brisbane down in Tassie. And this was, Jesus Christ, this was hard to watch. That's, this, and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't worth it. There's not much to say about it, really. I mean, the game happened, but... yeah. Well, I thought the second quarter, like, was Hawks a bit slow off the blocks, but they got their shit together. I thought they were just going to run away with it in the second, so I was like, well, right, I'm done. You know, and did something else. But then that remained shit, made sure they yeah. kept the Lions into it and did their best to try and lose it. Um, the Lions were hopeless, and Hawthorne were barely better than that. Yeah. And that's the only reason they won. The Lions are just better losers in this day, pretty much. They've shown fight in the, the other games this year in yeah. Brisbane but not in the last couple of weeks yeah it's going to be it's going to be a long season for them again the surprising part of this round to me is that so many teams who lost actually won the, the hit outs like uh, Stephen Martin with 63 taps yeah, yeah. Do- dominated um, in the middle I mean he's up against uh, Big Boy and Jack Fitzpatrick yep. Hawthorne went in with a very tall side um, but yeah, McAvoy had an off, off day and he's been uh, been alright the last couple of weeks but the concentration has to be more around sort of uh, not so much uh, getting the taps because uh, there's always going to be one ruckman who's going to be more dominant. So there's not a whole lot you can do it. So you have to almost plan from the start where you know you're going to lose taps. What's yeah. your what's your game game plan after that? Whereas the other team they're going to be like, all right, we're winning taps, so here's what we have to do. And I don't know if they really plan on their contingency plans for when they don't actually get the first possession after the tap. Yeah, I have no idea what uh, the strategy they give to AFL ruckman and mids, but you know, back when I was. 14 years old playing ruck the first thing I did was talk to my rovers and say here's where I'm going to try and get it yep does help when your rovers were all Australian level players initially yeah, yeah. Um, but, all Australian under 18s anyway but um, I, I mean that's to me letting your rovers know we're going to try and tap it yep might be something worth uh, worth discussing and when when talking to a ruckman keep it short and simple <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't confuse the fuckers yeah. Yeah, so it's just forward yeah forward for some yeah. people being tall is their best talent yeah yeah. Um, I think out of this season for Hawthorne, all we're getting is uh, Ryan Burton. I think he might be really good for the uh, Rising Star. Uh, uh, well, you're saying all you're getting is O'Brien, I think, has emerged a lot better. Uh, has, well, yeah, I thought he was on the chopping block. He took some nice grabs again um, uh, this week. But yeah, I think Ryan Burton could be um, a sneaky one for the Rising Star. The few others are falling away. Um, so. He's going to get a lot of game time, and you know, um, with uh, Stratton's gone down now with a knee, yeah. so that means he's going to take on more responsibility. Um, him and Hardwick have been the two, well, and yeah. O'Brien yeah, have been the, the highlights for Hawthorne this year. With Rioli injured too, that's that's massive. Yeah, it's another. It, yeah. It'd be a good month or so out Nothing for him. Um, probably not a bad idea for him anyway, because he, he hasn't been playing well this year. Yeah. Not to get injured. I can't well, tell. We'll just have a few weeks out. I can't tell with the Hawks whether it's hard to be on the chopping block or if everyone's on the chopping block. Because, I mean, mm. they're not going so well, but they've got no draft picks coming up and they've got injuries coming up, uh, coming left, right, and centre. Well, so This is our worst year for injuries yeah. since mm. so I'm still trying to figure out is, is everyone on the chopping block or is everyone in there by way of not having anyone else to, to come in? No, I think a lot of players wow. are trade bait. Yeah, but. Um, end of the season. If, uh, if players are thinking of retiring, they yeah. might actually think of uh, hanging on for a little bit and getting traded. Gonna be the first club that's, whose uh, players leaving, an excuse is going to be, I want to leave home. <laughs> <laughs> want to go somewhere else. Yeah. Well, that, the problem is we don't have trade bait. Yeah. Because the players that are out of form, guys like Josh Gibson, who's getting caught yep. holding the ball three or four times every game, yeah. nobody's going to trade for him. Yeah. Oh, I can see Bergwijn going back to Port. He's the one who has actually been good. But yeah, I, I can't 
because I think I know he's got kids, you know, and they're school age, right. that kind of stuff. He's probably going to hang up the boots. Yeah. He could go back to Port just for the fairy tale, but well, and, I can't and, see that. And Port, they're a good side. Yeah, yeah, they're mm. on the on the up. They're certainly a lot closer to the next flag than Hawthorne are at the minute. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's a shit game. Um, I got so bored watching it, but I still watched it through to the final. God knows why. Um, on to St Kilda versus Carlton, and hasn't this stirred up some uh, some talk? I liked it. I like this game. Um, it was a great game. I mean, uh, St Kilda always had too much talent. Um, Jack yeah. Billings played the game of his life. Yeah, kicking five and getting thirty touches. Yeah, and- got him early too, so he was always on on, on form. Yeah, it, it's too bad. A lot of the talk, well, most of the talk, has been about the sledge. I thought it's, it's great, but the the talk around the sledge is absolutely stupid. Yeah. Okay, so for those that aren't aware. Um, Mark Murphy was copying a few sledges about his wife, and he uh, gave some back about um, Carlisle, Carlisle and, the coke. and his cocaine stuff, which yeah. you know isn't really hearsay at all, is it? Yeah. <laughs> he Snapchat of the bastard, um, and then you know melee and shoes fines will come out of it, and but so on so forth. What the fuck can you say? Like, granted, why you know family's not really fair game, but it's gonna fucking happen. Like you're if you're out on the field, <laughs> what? There's going to be the you know I slept with your wife uh, you know how's how's the wife and my kids the chances are it's true too. <laughs> well, what I don't like, what I don't understand is some people that are comparing it, saying you know this is workplace bullying. You know, in any other workplace you couldn't do that. Like, sure. They're footballers, mate. In yeah. any other workplace you can't go up and tackle your opposition and throw them into the ground. Yeah, you mean you're not allowed to tell your workplace you ain't, you slept with their missus. You ain't patting your teammates on the bum either. You're not going to the CEO. Right, other, good job, Tiger. Get him next year. Well, that's it. You can't go to the competition. Yeah, true. I mean, it, when I was working at Coles, I couldn't run up to a Woolies bloke, punch him in the face yeah. and go, yeah, you're right. I had hold of his shirt, a thousand bucks. Yeah. I'll come back next week. <laughs> I and thought it, there would have been a, a, a bounty on that sort of shit. And the thing is, at the end of the day, a sledge is only offensive if you care. So yeah. why the fuck do you care what this dude's saying? Exactly. <laughs> Being with a footy or come up with a better sledge. Unless he's showing you photos, then we yeah. got, you know. I feel like ratting him out is almost like tapping out. That's like complaining. I mean, yeah. it's a bit different depending on, like well, uh, for the Glenn McGrath, <laughs> the Glenn McGrath bit when he's like, you know, oh, he, he said something to McGrath about, I fucked your wife and his wife's dealing with terminal cancer. I can see getting sensitive about that. Oh, there's been other ones where players have had a go at um, like the, the other players' kids and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's, that's not You on. go, okay, but, but that's fair enough to punch him then. That's yeah. where it even yeah, out. Just belt the bloke and when <laughs> it comes to Call the tribunal, square. just say, you go. here's what I did. Um, Job done. Sometimes, like they say, oh, you can't. We've got to have a, a code of conduct and that kind of stuff. And like, I think the players they sort of yeah. self police, and they're grown ass men. Yeah, I, exactly. I did find it funny that Tim Watson was the one recommending that. Whatever, he, he's got to yeah. say something. You've got to fill a lot of airtime. Yep, cool story, bro. But, uh, just code of conduct. Just, yes, number one, don't do peds. The, the comparison to say, you know, in any other workplace, what yeah. the fucking point is it? It's not like any other workplace. That's it's exactly different. Right. Yeah, I wish we could go punch some coworkers and pay a thousand dollar fine. <laughs> And come back because I had hold of his shirt. Suspended for it. <laughs> we should get get a three week suspension. Still get half pay. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll settle for that. I'd love to set a shepherd when uh, old mate's going to the toilet. <laughs> I have actually done that. Boom! It's my urinal. <laughs> no, Lay on. Fair bump. <laughs> upstairs at work, there's the the disabled toilet. That's the the poo throne. <laughs> well, that's what we had to go in next. Yeah, just throw the hip and shoulder on. Nah, mate, you're going on the regular. <laughs> um, but besides the game, I mean, um. Carlton put up a bit of a fight, but yeah, like we said, just St Kilda too good in the end. Yeah, St Kilda is always St Kilda's to lose, I and mean, Carlton are that team that will actually put that pressure on to make you lose those games. So I was still like, ah, maybe Carlton might come back here and uh, do us all the favour, but no, not enough of the ball. Um, disposals four twenty to three five one, and efficiency seventy seven to seventy six, so pretty close. But uh, Carlton just, you know, when you lose the disposals by seventy. It's pretty telling, especially when there's an, a pretty equal efficiency. Yeah, well, they were just a, a beaten by a better side. I think that's mm. what it all comes down to. A, uh, and Seb the Ro- Saints weren't good on the day either, let's be honest. There were so many yeah, turnovers. Good enough. Yeah. Um, but like we said, the, their top-end talent, they had a couple of stars that, like we said, Billings played the game of his life. Yeah. That's going to make a massive difference. Yeah. Um, Seb Ross could be in the discussion for All-Australian. Who would yeah. have picked that at the start of the year? Yeah, I would definitely want to pick that. Yeah, I reckon he's having a, a great season thus far. Who could have picked him out of a lineup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that as well. Um, well, it's easy at uh, St Kilda. You just yell Jack, and the one, <laughs> the one that doesn't put his hand up, Art Seb. <laughs> um, on to the next one. We got GWS getting their first win of all time against Collingwood. I didn't yeah. realise they hadn't beaten Collingwood yet. Neither did I. Yeah. I wonder if they've actually played um, Collingwood at home before. I think they've played a few times at, uh, yeah. at the showgrounds, and Collingwood travelled to Sydney well um, for some reason. Yeah. Um, 
This was, a, was like a good it. good tight contest. Not the most... Uh, there was pretty messy, but that's how Collingwood wanted to make it. That's the way that they're going to win. I do love was come from behind as well. Yeah. But, I mean, it was always pretty even throughout the, throughout the day, so it was a fair contest and uh, lots of, uh, you know, people playing for keeps. Yep. Um, Penelope got... got uh, was it Penelope got cleaned up or someone else? I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, I like that it's a close contest. And also, just the way... People give Stevie J credit for the... For the the chromie, and also giving shit to the Collingwood defenders for not being back on the last line, but it yep. was that kick from the middle that uh, made all the difference. Yeah, that was it, a good different. seventy meters. I can say it's uh, a fifty to fifty-five kick is what usually happens. Yeah, but you go just that little bit extra when yeah. you get that seventy-meter kick, like you're saying, just clears that line and clears that yeah. congestion. And I mean, Stevie J hits that pack running flat out. Yeah, I mean, you say it's lucky that the ball fell, but it's movement at those uh, stoppages. Yeah, um, that's so hard to. You know, to curb. Yeah, and and that forced the the last line of defence to come forward. That made a decision: do we stay at home or do we come forward? Yeah. And that indecision is what creates those opportunities for Steve J to come through. And they're the ones running towards goal, so it's always going to be easy for them to be able to shark that ball. And didn't he fucking love it? Oh, as you would. Oh, like as uh, you after, would. I've seen him running, and they had the slow mo on him after he'd come through the goals, and he's just got Screaming. the spittle flying yeah. out of his mouth. Yep. Oh, I love and like. And look, honestly, I think uh, the game's a bit past Stevie J. He, he bobbed up here. He done fucking well. But uh, I I don't see him being in their grand final side. But he was fucking handy this game. And he, if it's not, it's not going to be for lack of want. Well, to be fair, he's, how many people in Collingwood have got grand final experience? Him and Shaw? In GWS? Yeah. Plus Mumford. Mumford. Oh, yeah, yeah, true. That's one on each line. Maybe he gets a slot just from that. Yeah, could be. Yep. Well, I mean, he wasn't there for the prelim last year, so he owes him one. Yeah, yep. that's true. Um, speaking of Mumford, um, I saw quite a lot... Uh, Collingwood playing an undersized Ruckman and Brody Grundy. Uh, Heath, Brody Grundy, yeah. yeah. Who's having a great year. He had a great game too. Yeah. yeah he, he won the Ruck duel. Yeah. He is but doing very well. I saw, uh, especially on the centre bounce, like Darcy Moore was out leaping Mumford easily. Really? And, and getting the I didn't pay first attention hand to, that, actually. To, to the ball. Yep. Um, he's unassumingly tall though. He Darcy is. And, and he's athletic. Yeah. So that's why it's centre bounces where he can run and leap as opposed to around the ground where yeah. Mumford could just lean on him. And, yeah. You know, he can't move then. Even when, when Grundy kicked that goal from the ruck uh, in the forward pocket yep. there, he manhandled Mumford out, out from underneath that ball. He's a very smart ruckman, and yeah. that is so rare. And he's definitely bulked up <laughs> for the off-season as well. Yeah, yep. like He's pretty jacked at the moment. I think he had a, a really decent year last year, but this year he's, he's taken it up again, which is yeah. you know, really great for them. So, But again, Grundy wins the ruck duel. Uh, Collingwood lose. Yeah, yeah, like, well, yeah. That, there's just too many, again, too many stars on GWS. Cameron um, looked... Dangerous every time he went near the ball. Yep, and was six for the for the week. It's not a bad effort. I think uh, Ben Reed w- went forward for a little bit, um, and now sure. he he's, looks like he's going to miss a couple of weeks as well. So right, and um, that's not going to help Collingwood. Although they play Hawthorne this week, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah and uh, young boomer Josh Kelly, thirty six disposals, one goal, one. He's going to look great next year. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna look- ne- next year is going to be the All Australian team at North Melbourne. Apparently, if you read the papers, anyone who's playing good at North Melbourne next year with the money. All, all I'm caring about is that North's in the papers. <laughs> I guess uh, every new player that comes up, oh, oh Sam Reed from Sydney, yeah. <laughs> he could go back to Melbourne. Yeah, and. North Melbourne and Collingwood are in the discussions. Like, <laughs> of course they are. But Collingwood's always just right in there. See, do you feel like North, I feel like North Melbourne need to choose a different suburb north of Melbourne, except for North Melbourne, because there's fuck all there. It's just like community housing. That's it. <laughs> well, I think they should be like, like Preston or, or Thornbury or something. Doreen. Doreen. <laughs> I'd love to see him out of the Doreen <laughs> kangaroos. Russell, the Russell kangaroos. Broadmeadows kangaroos. That's not that far. That's not that far. You wouldn't wish anyone going out there. <laughs> but uh, I mean, at least out in Doreen, you'd actually see some kangaroos. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, so yeah, North Gear actually. Anyway, um, Collingwood uh, two and six now, or three and uh, six. No, no, they've only got two wins. Two, all right, two I, wins. I feel like they're an unlucky two and two and they six. They are a little bit. Yeah, they are, um, and it makes me pretty happy. <laughs> I, I still think they're in the right direction, but I mean, yeah, it, I think it is good that uh, Eddie's come out and said there will be no mid-year sackings, and he's said yeah. that for quite a long time. However, I, your line at seventeen, round seventeen, is still a great line. I'm feeling confident. Um, Sports bet, pay, uh, take notice. True, um, but you know he, he could make it all th- all the way through to, to the end of yeah. the year still, just because their development is right. They're just missing a few key parts. Yeah. Considering like a coach. The, <laughs> that's one of them, but considering they get whatever they want in the trade table every year, yeah. or the delistings or uh, free agents, yep. it's amazing they're still missing parts. Well, yeah. look at look at every line. 
they've got winners and they've got players that you want in your team. Like at the moment, Grundy, probably the, the form Ruckman of the comp. Uh, if it's not Jacobs, it's him. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then you look, um, you know, forward is probably their only yep. weaker area. Yes, yeah. But even so, if, um, <coughs> I don't know, more or how. No, it's just key forwards because they've got Elliot who's, yeah. who's brilliant. Yeah. Just come um, back from injury though so he's yeah. probably taking a couple of games to get uh, right. Blair you, takes a little while. Yep. Solo's good. You take Trelaw in your team any day of the week. Absolutely. Yeah. Fucking nothing's good. Uh, and even side bottom hasn't been too bad. Yeah. Adams as well but I think he Adams was out this game. Well. He was out this game I think. Mm. Uh, so that probably hurt him a lot. I don't know, Taylor was playing. Yeah, it was the other Adams. The two Adams? The Adams family. <laughs> It could yeah. have been. One of the dudes in my super, super coach team was out this week. <laughs> Somebody in your super coach So I got a big donut for that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and fuck him. Yep. Um, on to the next one, which is the, the country match. I, I don't know. I, I know it's Sheedy started this shit, but um, whatever. That means that Lee Kernigan comes out and gets a CDMCG for a change. <laughs> he gets another gig this year. Um, and uh, Essendon were all over Geelong. I mean, realistically, this, uh, this scoreline is flattering to Geelong. I, I don't. When you think country matches, why do you think Essendon? Because Sheedy said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just uh, he always got the idea and ah, yep. Essendon chucked them in there. Yep. Mm, what a... What, well, I mean, he's not, it's not like he's going to you know design a game for other teams besides yep. Essendon yeah. when Essendon's paying his bills. And it's fair to be against Geelong as well. Yeah, I mean, well, They are the country. There's no Gypsum team, so they may as well be Geelong. Might yeah. as well call it the airline match. One's out at Avalon, one's out at Essendon Airport. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. yeah could yeah, do. Not bad, not bad but I'll tell you what. You got the, sheets, get on that. If next year it's the Doreen Kangaroos, you, you got your yeah. say. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you got to muscle your way in. Um, I did read that this was the biggest discrepancy in tackles of all time. I really? did read that. Um, and I, I think that like Selwood and Dangerfield had three between them or something stupid. Really? Um, but to be fair, wow. nine times out of ten, they've got the ball. You know, and it's, it's hard to lay a tackle when you're being tagged. That's well, true. Merritt took 12, like 12 tackles, uh, thrown yeah. in with 33 possessions. because he's, he's running around Selwood. So well. How did he score fuck all on Supercoach? <laughs> he got 150. What are you talking about? Did he? Ah, oh, that's right. No, that's someone else. Why don't I have his captain of Supercoach? <laughs> dumb fucker. Um, oh, and I, that's right. I did want to have a, a special word just to Essendon fans at the moment because there were some absolutely ripping rundowns by Tip and Woody. And he caught, like, especially that one where he caught uh, Selwood holding the ball. His rundowns are a highlight. Like he's doing it every week. Now. He's doing it every week. So all I want to say to Essendon supporters is enjoy this. Take a moment to appreciate it, um, because in a couple of years' time, he's going to be the commentator's new Cyril Rioli. They're going to <laughs> absolutely bury it into the ground. You're going to be sick of hearing everyone else complaining about Jesus Christ. They love that tip and Woody. It doesn't matter that he's Aboriginal. They're just going to run with it. It's going to be the same. They're going to compare him to Cyril Rioli until the next Aboriginal kid comes along, which they will compare to Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody. Which is probably Daniel Rioli. So enjoy it for now, because it's going to be ruined for you in a couple of years' yeah, time. In fairness, Essendon have had a pretty fucking hard run. So if you're going to tell them, oh, they're going to be talking about your star player so much, be sick Telling of it, them to enjoy it. They'll take that. Enjoy it for now. Yeah, they might start listening to social media and shit again. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Joey Danaher, it's got to be said, after a, he had a great week and a shocker, uh, followed it up with another great week. Um, yep. So reliable on the uh, drop pump porn um, yep. from, from 50 out, especially the, the sealer right at the end. Um, finishing off the good work from, I think, Zacharakis. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's one of the big differences was just the accuracy. I mean, oh, obviously, massive. With, with 13 goals, 15, yep. and the other team kicks 17, 8. It's obviously, you know, that, that tells us half the story there. You've done enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Essendon was probably their most impressive win since coming back. I thought they were going to fall away um, during mid-season. Yeah. Um, but this was uh, this is great work from them. Yeah, and I mean, the last quarter looked ominous uh, from the start there, but they managed to hold on and pull it together. And there's going to be a team builder for them as well. Any sort of doubts they would have had, uh, you know, that would be a bit of a confidence boost. Yeah, I still think they're going to drop away a bit. But, um, you know, this is one of their seasons where they're not um, not trying to make a run of finals. They're just trying to get everything together. Oh, I, th- I think they'll be just outside finals. Next year, they're going to be better. I don't think you've right. spoken to many Essen supporters. <laughs> they're ready to go. Forget the ticky train. Well, we will get to that. Um, okay, and the other amazing game. Um Adelaide Crows, after suffering their first loss for the year, and fair to say embarrassed down in Tassie last week, yeah. front up against Melbourne, get uh, a decent amount in front. Well, we got about five goals in front. Uh, yeah, about that. And then Melbourne just go, I've had a fucking enough of this. Yep. Where was this from Melbourne? 
I don't know. But I couldn't. I could not believe that I, I missed this game. I didn't get to watch it live, and I still watch it to this day because I want to watch the match from beginning to end. I just yep. want, didn't want just want to watch the highlights. Fox Footy didn't have a replay from yesterday until tomorrow. Well, that's got to be bullshit. If that's the best game of the round, and I couldn't even get a chance to to watch him. It's 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 amazing. Like when it was uh, when it was happening, I was like I said, watching the wrong game. Yeah, and then um, I sort of went back and checked the scores. I'm like, holy shit, Melbourne in front. Melbourne are comfortably in front. Yeah. Started yeah. having a look at what's going on. Um, I tell you what, they've uh, Adelaide have got something to um, to address here, uh, and that's twice in a row. Rory Sloan's been hard tagged, and yeah. they've been killed. Yeah. And when you're talking about Ruckman winning the the jewels, Josh, um, mm. he's was this uh, Jacob's got seventy four. Yeah, equal second or second all time for uh, hitouts. I think second all time. And yet they lost clearances two to one. Yep. So that's what I'm saying. This round, every team with a, a good ruckman has lost. And how the fuck is that possible? Yeah, I could say you have to watch this again, but it is just because uh, the Melbourne midfielders were fucking feral. Yeah. They just said, no, nah, this is not fucking happening. And they were relentless all day. And the exact opposite of what they were last week against Hawthorne, because they were really, I don't know, lazy. Yeah. Was Even, it Bernie Vince's 200th or 300th or 250? What was his milestone? I think just being back in Adelaide. Yeah, who would have been love going out with his mates there, giving him shit. Would have been, would have been uh, upset that Dangerfield still was in the team. <laughs> yeah, say he's done it to the Crows before with Dangerfield, yep, obviously. Yep. Um, there's some great work from uh, the Melbourne Footy Club's media team as well. Oh, they were excellent, weren't they? They're, they're loving it. Yep. And put up the weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, yeah, I saw that one. Dancing. Yeah. <laughs> and Pedo managed to get three three good goals. The Bear. The Bear. Pedo Bear, I don't know. I was wrong with Josh's nickname. <laughs> no, apparently it's the Jitty's nickname, Pedo. Well, it makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, because he's strange fucking... No, um, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just realised that kind of sounded wrong. Makes sense. Uh, not insinuating anything there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's, um, you know, being a, a North cast-off, he was a bit unlucky. He's one of those guys that, like McKernan, almost good at so many things, but just lacking yep. in that um, <laughs> extra ability. But uh, three goals, got quite a few touches, a few tackles, a bit of marking. Done really, really well. This is his best game I've seen. Um, Melbourne also had four players with 30 touches or more, um, right. in, including Michael Hibbert, who's obviously his mm. best game. Turn it on this season. Well, he's only played, uh, what, two or three two, games two for Melbourne? Games, I think. Yeah. This is his first year no, over there. three games. Yeah. They really like Petrarca as well. Like you talk about hard in the midfield. He's a kid who's you know <coughs> oh, barely old enough to shave. Yeah, yeah he, he's, he's a tank. He's the next Joel Selwood. He's a fucking tank. Mm. Um, just and utterly fearless. No, he's good, which uh, is, is fortunate for Melbourne as well because their other big signing was Brayshaw and he yeah. had another knock on the head in the VFL. Um, yeah. So he looks like he's done for this year. Yep. And, uh, you know, it could be one of those things you think, what are you going to do um, going forward? But anyway, uh, for the players that actually did play, um, Eddie Betts kicked a really nice goal early on when Adelaide were up and running. You see that? Yeah, it wasn't a drop punt, out. Lovely spin move. Yeah, it wouldn't make drop punt porn. Absolutely not. Um, but uh, did not make goal of the week. Uh, in the for the uh, you know they picked three goals to go for goal of the week yeah. didn't make it Eddie Betts and didn't deserve to because yep. there was that many other uh, great goals this weekend yeah. it was a weekend for highlights if not uh, great games yep um, including one from uh, Clayton Oliver who's uh, gone for the uh, check side I guess you can call it a check side no yeah check side in Adelaide didn't it yeah um, yep. yeah spun out of the tackles and slapped it straight onto the boot didn't even look the top of the goal square no. says fuck this guys I got this I know what I'm fucking doing I think that's been the key with Melbourne is on our on our preseason primer we're saying that they've got some young young kids they've got in who had talent uh, showing through the younger grades and they need to really step up and fill those those spots and like yeah. Oliver was one of them and Salem was another one who's jumped up and done his part as well yeah. he's looking good and so those those people not consistently doing it every game but there's someone stepping up which is sort of giving them a bit more confidence and they can cover some injuries when they're out like even yeah. Hogan was out they're playing good weren't winning but they're playing good. So I think that's really been their advantage this season, or their positive moving forward. Uh, and they're better for it. I mean, they're losing players. You know, obviously Gorn and Spencer and the yeah. and Hogan didn't play this one either. Mm. So those other guys have got to step up, especially through the midfield. Well, Clayton Oliver's fifth on the uh, contested possession stat, and he's only behind really? uh, five Rockliffe. Uh, Spawns, Kennedy, and Dangerfield. That's some pretty elite talent to be uh, yeah, with your name exactly. around. Yeah. And it's not, it's not often you find young kids who are brave enough to really just go in there and put their body over the ball and, and come out on top. Well, it's easier for him because he's a redhead. He has no soul. No yeah, I mean, yeah. But he, he turns into a, up to a bar. I'm asking for ID. Because yeah. yeah. he looks like he's 12. But to get the contested possessions he does at a, with his body size and his youth, fuck, it looks good for him. Um, 
What did you make of uh, Sam Jacobs with a walk-off KO on Jaden Hunt? I didn't get to see it. I haven't seen oh, the highlight yet. You've got to see it. Like yep. I, said, I didn't want to watch any of the game because I want to watch it from beginning well, to end. Hunt goes to uh, tackle him in, um, through no fault of Jacobs whatsoever. Hunt hits his uh, head on Jacobs' shoulder. Oh, really? Or thereabouts. And lights out. Right. It, I think it, he sort of did a bit of a shimmy, didn't he? Uh, something like that. Yeah. But it, it was... There was wasn't even looked at by the NRIP, and it didn't deserve yeah, to no, be no, either. Which yeah, is purely fair. part of it, but you, it was lights out and face plant straight down. It was like WWE style. Not <laughs> like against the ropes. They come back <laughs> with that shoulder block, and he just like boom, boom. It's, you see it like almost buried his forehead in the turf. Jesus. That. But I mean, he gave the thumbs up to the crowd on the way off. But <laughs> realistically, when you go out was like that, that, take a week. Yeah, shit, yes. Yeah, um, it was good for Jake to give thumbs up to the crowd. Yeah, exactly. But uh, even so, that uh, he left the game early, um, like a couple of umpires did. Game finished yeah. with two umpires. Interesting. Yep. Um, Jaden Hunt still had 12 touches um, for the night, which is one more than Rory Sloan, who played all game. Yeah, shit. Which says a lot for how good Bernie God Vince damn. was. Mm. Does he get Brownlow votes for that? Bernie Vince? He'll, well, get, he'll get best and fairest votes. Yeah, umpires won't, won't notice that. No. Yeah, especially two of them. Especially only the two of them, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wanted to see if, like... The, if there's any noticeable difference in uh, flow of the game with only two umpires, like just missing little things and... Or letting the little things go. Yeah. Because fuck it, I ain't running that yep. far. <laughs> yep. I feel like that's more Australian way to approach the game. I'm waiting for the knee-jerk reaction um, to come out of the AFL. That, okay, we, we're going to have four reserve umpires at every single game now. Yeah. Um, because that's how, what they do. A freak accident like this happens and they usually, all right, well, this will never happen again. We're going to fix everything up now. Yep. Um, yeah, you because know, it... Never happens. I want to be like a reserve goal umpire or something. That's going to be a good job. <laughs> Chance to get injured. Oh, my finger, my finger's cramped. I can't do it. I can't do it. I want to see the umpire actually uh, hip and shoulder a player. Like, see the umpire in the middle ready to put the sticks. You know when the players come flying in and they end up crashing the umpire? Yeah. Umpire just brace himself and bang. That's really We did like a Roy Junkie umpire or something. Some huge motherfucker that could just uh, actually compete with these guys. Like, no, weedy men. They're all, all weedy except for Roden. Yeah, oh, yeah, true. There yeah. used to be a goal umpire with a big barrel chest, remember? Yes, had, I do. And a mo? Yeah, I think he had a soul patch, not a mo. I was thinking of UFC referees. <laughs> <laughs> that describes all of them. There was one short who was literally like, he looked like your poster boy for, for roids. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking massive. The one. Yeah, yeah, Popeye forearms. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there used to be a barrel-chested goal umpire, I remember. Let's get him back. Let's yeah, just bring back the thumbs up uh, signal with a goal umpire. Yeah. So you got know, Rex Hunt. Uh, um, all right. Uh, great win by Melbourne um, they'll enjoy that uh, on to the next one which is the Tigers who played 20 minutes and nearly got up over the line against Frio um, it was funny because we were on. I was on my way into uh, the North Melbourne Swans game yep. so I didn't watch this one but um, listening to it the, the commentators um, they're saying look this game is disgusting uh, Richmond are woeful yeah. you know Frio are going to walk away with it I heard there was more action off the ball than on the ball seemed to be seemed to be um, Cochin got in a nice jumper punch, which yep. I'm impressed that Cochin knew what one was. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you can teach an old dog new tricks. Dusty's been obviously pulling on his wing. <laughs> um, Lockie Neal did fall, I'm saying, a little bit easy. Yeah. But anyway, he only got a thousand bucks for it. Um, but play the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter was all they, they needed to rock up for and still couldn't get it done. Yep, I'm going to be honest. Well, they, they did. They played great for the fourth quarter. Uh, just the last 10 or 20 seconds, struggle with. I didn't watch the whole game because I have feelings. So I watched the, the first half to realise how crap a game it was, and I didn't want to see the, <laughs> the heartbreak at the end. I was like, alright, this was a really shit game, we managed to pull together for a quarter. And, um, yeah, it was relevant because we ended up not even bothering to do any defence, and not bothering to try and just get people into the middle and get on the ball. Well, the worst thing is, look at the scoreworm, yeah. and it was so close to the end of the match, that unless you zoom in, you can't tell <laughs> that the Dockers ended up ahead. Yeah. And I don't understand how, how Centerland shepherds Dusty off of the yeah. ball. Like, he's, he's a huge dude. He can go under his arms, around him. Like <laughs> you, you, can, you can anticipate what he's doing uh, three weeks in advance. I'd, I'd like to see uh, a view of the entire ground before that ball was bounced. Yeah. And just see where everyone was. Yeah. Um, oh, they were lining up regular. It seems ridiculous. Yeah. They could pump it in the forward line, get an easy t- tip off, uh, and uh, kick the... Kick the, the winning goal. But, I mean, the ball movement out of the middle was very, very oh, crisp. Yeah. Yeah. But there should be, like, all your defenders should be on that side of the ball. There's yeah. Nobody running forward. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there should have been Jack Rewalt on the forward 50, and that is it. Yeah. Nobody else on that half of the ground. That's why you, you put your, your half forward line on your half back line, at least have a couple mm. of running through, so you're meeting whenever they, if they do get the first first 
the dip of the ball, yep. you're meeting them head on, plus you've already got your back line backing you up. But, and a ball up's fine. Uncontested yeah. mark, though. Yeah. And it was a great kick. It was a brilliant kick. Yeah. And it was a great lead from Monday as well. But yeah. I just don't know how it can happen. And also, was it uh, Ross Lyon was in the elevator or something? Yeah. He, he missed it. He, he missed wasn't it. outcoached. He was just like, well, yeah. I can't do anything. Well, exactly. imagine, he's like, he's up pot committed now. He has to be angry when he gets into the rooms. Because <laughs> he's left. He's like, oh, shit. Let's do it give him a spray. He's got that spray cocked and loaded. Yeah. He, yeah. He, somebody's got to cop it. Yeah, you can't make it. Ah, sorry, guys. I left halfway through. What happened? Do you reckon he still gave him a spray anyway? He's like, you shouldn't have fucking let him back in. Of course, come on, guys. What were you thinking? You reckon he rang up Zach Dawson and said, mate, you went fucking here, but. This is your fault. I heard that Zach Dawson kicked the goal on the waffle. That's about all he did. So he's, he's struggling back there. So he's, Ooh, so he's making his name for himself, trying to push up his price to get traded. Well, <laughs> all I'm saying is, you know, we'll swap Burgoyne for him. No worries. So what you're saying is North Melbourne, 2018. <laughs> <laughs> um, Frio were, you know, just outside the eight now. Worked some form. Worked themselves up quite nicely. but yep. uh, As long as Fife and the Hills are uh, alive. Yeah. Like I said, you know, Bradley Hill copped it a little bit of Hawthorne at times, but when you... Realise that he's got three flags and he's only twenty three years old. His best footies ahead. Crazy, of him. he's twenty three. That's it's, crazy. It's stupid, it's ridiculous. Um, and he's playing. Oh, I don't know if he's played this well for Hawthorne. Um, that he's playing uh, the first eight rounds this year. Yeah, he um, hasn't put it together four quarters like he has been. No, no. At um, Hawthorne, he, I meant. At Hawthorne, yeah. Um, certainly not. Not like he has recently. Um, on to the China game. Um, I, for one, am happy this game's finished now because we can stop fucking talking about what's going to happen and yeah. who's going to go there and all that kind of shit. But the worst part was they're talking about, oh, I can't believe you're going to be home, Guernsey. You're going to you know, try and get the, the no, no. Chinese market. They'll fuck all Chinese people there. Yeah, They exactly. didn't give a shit. I've got a theory about this thing. Um, they're talking about everyone. Koshy's doing his thing about, oh, you know, you got to wear the different Guernsey. Oh, we're not going to invite him. He's just doing a pure Bernie Eccleston. So, you know, when Bernie Eccleston in F1 used to say things like, oh, we're going to put sprinklers on the tracks. Everyone's like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But they're still talking about the game. They're still talking about Port Adelaide. And that's what Koshy gives a fuck about. He doesn't care if people hate him, just, which is fortunate because most people fucking do. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the amount of media that uh, this game got was disproportionate to what was on the field. Oh, yeah, it was a shit game. And uh, what was in the stands. <laughs> Who would have thought of shit media in China? <laughs> yeah, the funny part was, though, uh, they had Gil McLaughlin over there, cause, and he was doing the whole meet and greet. He was sucking cocks. Yeah, well, he was saying it was a very formal occasion, because it was almost um, a diplomatic event. Of so it they had, uh, you know, party officials and all this sort of stuff. And it would have been funny as hell just to see, you know, the corporate boxy sort of area, which you presume is there because, you know, you don't want to be amongst the peasants if you're part of the uh, elite party. Um, they would have been at the ground watching through glass and right in front of them would have been some Aussie with his ass hanging out, <laughs> screaming about the stuff. Would have been almost like Eurovision with that bloke getting up on stage yeah. wandering around with his ass out, which wasn't actually Australian, but uh, he must have thought, oh, well, this is what you do when you've got an Australian <laughs> cape on. And also, they had uh, uh, Aussie food at the front. Did they? Which I'm guessing was Chinese. Yep. <laughs> Sweet and sour chicken. Well, yeah. it was Gold Coast because it was Gold Coast home game, wasn't it? So, mm. yeah, good to make them feel at home. But um, speaking of the, the party... I don't know if they would have been too nice because obviously it's a fucking huge party, the Communist Party, and they've got everyone from one person from each village uh, who has to sign up and be the representative. I remember watching this documentary. It was called, I think it's called The Fastest Changing Place on Earth. Right. It was about a city that they decided to uh, wipe out a village style and just build townhouses, like right. almost like like right next to each other and give each one a, a shop front. Right. And as the party member, this dude, obviously no one's happy. You're not going to knock down your house, knock down your ability to make income. But the the trade-off they were saying was going to give you a shop front so you can start your own business and sell so, whatever. Yep. And so everyone was complaining and they would protest and they were trying not to make it happen. And so as a, as a sign of uh, commitment to the party, the party member for that area had to bulldoze his own house first. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you've got to be the example. He's like, so he had to go to his wife and kids and tell them, uh, so, yep, we've got to move. This bulldozer's coming like now. <laughs> Do you reckon he just went in and said, uh, do you want to go to your mother's for the weekend? Yeah. Come so, back? What the fuck? <laughs> so I'm interested to see what party members actually sent to that game because it was not very well attended. Yeah. Um, what I like is, you know, when they have games once a year in places like Northern Territory, some local who gets on the piss and you know, runs out in the streaks, that's not going to happen in China because nope. they're likely to get fucking shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I like that. But, I mean, it has brought, you know, uh, some great uh, comedic moments out of the media. I don't know if you saw the bounce. No. Oh yeah, I saw. It. I didn't see it. I just read about it. Right. Well, I got a problem with it. If you're going to do the racist miso sorry um, voice, at least do it properly. 
It was a shit was Oasis it? was. It was a really bad one. It was yeah. more the Japanese style. It, it wasn't yeah. even. It was. I thought it was a little bit of Irish. Yeah. It was a little bit Scottish in there. And was, look, I got made fun of by a whole room of Chinese people for my Cantonese. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, they gave you a block of chocolate there. at the end of it. You can't laugh at yourself <laughs> and you've got no right to laugh at anyone else. I just think if you're going to be racist, be racist. Do it properly. <laughs> but Own it. Make sure it's funny at least. Yeah, exactly. Well, I no I problem thought, with racism. Well, you're just a cut. Funny. <laughs> I did see uh, a couple of weeks back Port, uh, no, uh, Triple A? Or no, Triple M in Adelaide. Triple M in Adelaide had yeah. that comp where uh, pretend to be an Asian, yeah. do an Asian imitation. It didn't go down so well. No, but it, Again, uh, it's not funny. Yeah, that's a I got shit no, idea. Uh, some of the best comedians have racist material. It's funny, though. Yeah. Let's be honest. Be Most comedians have some material on race. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much all of them, yeah. Like, Russell Peters made a career out of it. Yep. But, you know, <laughs> but he's Indian, so he's allowed. Okay. Um, pretty funny, actually. But anyway, at least they can stop talking about this game. I mean, Gold Coast Suns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Set themselves up with every excuse they could think of. Um, and they played shit, so there's that excuse too. Yep, and they used every single one of them. Yep. Um, and now they've got a week off for it. All right, on to the last game, which is the Swans and North. Uh, again, very weird game, this one, because uh, we actually got to attend this um, and watch it live. North looked like they were playing man-on-man for the first quarter or so, right. and the lazy man-on-man. So there's no defensive zones. They were all yep. trying to man up, and Swans didn't play exceptionally well, but they yeah. were able to hit a target 25 metres away, and that's all you need to do. Tell you, North were able to hit a target from about 60 metres away. It just wasn't one of their team members. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they pick them out in the, the forward the line? The amount of times they get free running through the middle. Nah, I got this. I'm getting a goal from the centre. <laughs> yeah. nah, straight to a Swans supporter, a Swans fan, and they a fucking Swans player. It's fucking frustrating. And it's been happening for the last probably seven seasons. In yeah. that they've got a spot 25 out dead in front. That's what they bomb it to every fucking time. Uh, could it actually be that they missed Jared White? Who would have thought yeah, you'd, you'd be yeah. saying that? Yeah, that or, or taking advice from Spud Frawley or something, I think, because that's what was Richard's plan when he was at the helm. We're well, still playing Pagan's Paddock. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Duck yep. is up in the commentary box and not uh, out in the field. But Benny Brown had a shocker. Um, yeah. He just ran under the ball on the rare occasion he did um, get near it. Um, not very, you know, nobody could hit him on a lead anyway, even if he did get near yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Tarrant was the only good player I had. He did um, really well on Buddy. He I did thought great he was job. utterly brilliant. The goal Buddy got was a bullshit goal. Oh, that was yeah. amazing. Was a goal. He got an absolute A-grade bounce way back over his head that fell into Buddy's hands, and then Buddy juggled it and threw a boot at it in a win, yeah. which is skill in itself, but... Um, oh, but um, no no defender could have stopped that. Tarrant did nothing wrong. No. no. There was nothing he could do. Yeah. Um, he had a great day. He, he, was, he, was, he was forcing Buddy to go way up the field as well so that yep. he had to try and get his own ball, which is what you need. You need him to do that. I mean, I think Tarrant's having a, a spectacular season. Even though yep. North's record's not great, yep. he has been utterly brilliant. 100% yep. agree. Um, and there was one point in the first or second quarter um, when Tarrant was running off to the bench. Nothing's going on. Somebody's lining out for a shot on goal at either end. And uh, Sinclair, the ruckman for North, uh, sorry, for the Swans, is running on. And Tarrant's just running off. And he just thought, nah, fuck him. He ran straight over to him, bumped him, <laughs> grabbed him by the, uh, the jumper, a little bit of shove, 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 and then went off to the bench. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what started that or why. Like, there was nothing happening. Yeah. But, or he just thought, I'm going to go have a rest. I'm going to tire him out a little bit. Yeah, that's just Tarrant doing his thing. If that's what it was, <laughs> that's brilliant. I love it. And this, this was like, we, we went to the game, I was I worked at halftime in Italy, pretty drunk, but um, this is the most loud I've seen the North supporters. Like people actually yelling I, out, knowing who you. each player's name is. I told you, like, they're, they're turning into Richmond fans. Yep, they really are. As long as they're fucking turning up. It was actually pretty well attended by, by Swans fans too, I mean, they were yeah. fuck all there. When we were going to the game, it looked like a Swans home ground, yeah. whereas, as we were walking to the Oval. Yep, because when I, I worked up, you know, just before halftime, uh, when I was walking to the the stadium from the train station, I saw a few Swans pe- people walking out and like coming back towards the train. So I was like, "Oh shit, North might be giving them a hiding." Then I saw some North members walking out. It's like, "Oh no, this is a shit game." <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was ordinary. Yeah, I thought Marley Williams did some good stuff. Not heaps of it, but he did some stuff. He's been handy. He's a he's a great chase. Yeah, um, he, ferocious. But what he gets is always eyes up, ready to to do that first quick option to keep that, that running sort of flow going. Mm. He needs to be looking at the one twos. 
like uh, getting link ups. Mm. But um, his, yeah. Yeah, his disposal's not great. Mm. Yeah, and that hurts him a lot. One thing that is going to hurt North too is uh, Simpkins out. He looks like he's going to be out for about ten weeks. I reckon. Oh really? Um, shoulders going to need surgery. So you know, and uh, a young lad in his first season. He was looking pretty handy. Um, certainly confident enough. He's had some great, uh, great crack, uh, great snaps at goal. Some pretty shit uh, set shots. Yeah. But uh, having him sit out for so long, it's not great. I feel like one people, one person that's really sort of played above what he, what expecting to play was Cunnington. I thought he's been a real handy person, not even in the back line, but through the through the middle. No, see, I think he's been underrated for so long because he's not a fancy player. He's just a hard nosed. I, I he's want from the, the ball. Mick Martin school of footy. Yeah, yeah. and he well, he's a lot. It looks like Mick Martin tries to play like Dusty Martin. Not quite as good, yeah. uh, granted. But uh, you can fall anywhere in between those two, then you're going to get a job. Yeah, and he's not afraid to to run with the ball and put a hand in someone's face. Yeah, uh, that hand doesn't have chopsticks in it, so maybe that's his problem. <laughs> I tell you, what, I love the the meters gain stats you can do. Yeah. Uh, because sometimes you, you find out you know who is really damaging. Yep. Um, like Franklin actually does all right in the meters game because he, every time he kicks the ball, it kicks at 100 meters. Yeah. But uh, just looking at it now, Jed Anderson had 44 meters game for the day. Wow. He's had a quiet day. Yeah. Um, and, and they had a, a few too many like that, I think, who were passengers on the day. Um, the ruck duel was interesting because even though it says Goldstein won the hitouts, um, oh, he, he won the most hitouts, but um, Naismith and Sinclair especially, I felt like, Goldstein should have been dominant around the ground, yeah. and he wasn't. Yeah, um, he, and a lot of the times he looked slow and unable to get up. I'd be surprised uh, if he's still injured. Yeah, I think his ankle's still not right, which begs the fucking question: Why is Prius not at the team? I still yeah. don't get it. What is the the deal there? And he's, 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 no, he's, how many weeks have we been saying this? We don't know why he's not there since yeah. he was taken out. Yeah, <clears throat> it's it's three or four weeks now. And the thing is, he's tearing it up in Werribee. Um, <laughs> the Werribee team was forty seven points down. One yeah. point through the second quarter, came up and won by about five goals. Well, that's because even North Melbourne like uh, management can't be fucked out of where we watch football. <laughs> that's why they need to get down to Doreen. Doreen. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was such a, a shame, um, North Melbourne. After knocking off Adelaide last week, there was there was no fight in this one. No. Um, no. Actually, well, there was a scuffle at the end of each quarter, but yeah. that was about all of it. Um, yeah, I think they deserve to play better than this, but um, you know Kennedy started to get get going. Luke Parker yeah. started to get get going as well. Um, I'm almost a, a fan of getting rid of the deliberate rule, just so you don't have to hear, hear cockheads oh, yell it out Jesus every Christ. single time the ball goes There's out. Shockers around us. Too. Oh my god, it's just painful. What's worse is when there's some that are just so blatantly obvious. And like yeah. there was that deliberate um, rushed through for a point. You know, the rule is yeah. if it's more than nine metres out, you can't do it. Yep. And he's thumped it from about 15 out. Yeah. We're going, well, that's the rule. I mean, player should know better. That's exactly, yeah, but sure. The fucking idiots behind us just complaining all the time. Yeah. And it's like, dude. And it's like, getting louder and louder, like you got to make some sort of difference. You don't You don't need to be here. Yeah. It's like you can cheer for the team and shit, but be reasonable. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, yeah. that's uh, that's wishing far too much. Yeah. Um. All right, so that wraps up round seven. So let's, Round eight. That wraps up round seven and eight. Um, yeah, because round seven's finished as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. technically still correct. Um, round nine, let's have a look uh, forward to next week. Um, on the uh, third, no, Friday night, uh, this is the first week of buys we start. Um, we got. Yeah. I Ge- love I love this Friday night game. Uh, Geelong Bulldogs. Yeah. Great time for both teams, isn't it? Yep. Mm. Out of school stadium too. So, I mean, I thought Geelong had been playing good at Etihad. So maybe they yeah. just want to get a, a few more games there instead of pulling them back out to the, the country. I'm, I'm going to tip it. Geelong's going to struggle in the next few weeks. Like, they've got. Um, Granted, they've got Bulldogs there at Skilled. Then they've got Port as well. I think Port are going to be a tough one for them. Um, and then Adelaide. And then um, they've also got after that... Yeah, what, what about buy. this one? What about this one, though? Uh, this one, I, <laughs> I think they're going to struggle, to be honest. I think the Bulldogs are going to hit it pretty damn hard. Well, it's just about the tallest team versus the shortest team. Yeah. Um, and both coming off a, a loss last week. Um, Bulldogs might find a little bit of form here, I think, but down at Skill Stadium won't bother them at all. And I think there's like there's only two games that I'm certain about in this weekend. This is not one of them. <laughs> I'm just going to check what the weather's going to be this weekend, if I can. In Geelong, cold. Uh, it's going to be raining and cold, so I mean that's going to play into the Bulldogs' hands. So yeah, exactly. I'd say the Bulldogs are going to get there in a very ugly, scrappy game. Probably going to be at sixty to forty-nine. Yep. Yeah, I'm on the Bulldogs. I, I think they're going to be able to just uh, in. Hit, hit the ball so fucking hard. Uh, they're going to be very intense in the middle. And just keep it moving. And uh, if Libertore gets less than 20 tackles, I'll be stunned. <laughs> like, he is just going to be jumping on Selwood and on um, Dangerfield every chance he gets. Swans make their second trip to Etihad Stadium in two weeks to take on the Saints. Saints, 
even though they won last week, they'll be looking to put on a clinic, I think. This is back-to-back for Sydney at Etihad. Yep. Do they go home? Yeah. 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 Uh, got, got families, mate. This is going to be... Uh, well, I've got to pick the Saints. You've got to go to the Saints, don't you? I, I think this midfield battle is going to be great. Yeah, it should be awesome. I think... Uh, uh, it could be a shootout at the forward lines, too. Yeah, the Jacks could really emerge. What day is this on? Saturday. Saturday. Ah, shit, I'm working. Can't go to You're it. You're going to say, it'd be a good game to go yeah, to. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going to like, it. But, uh, Hawthorne are playing Saturday, and I'd much rather go to this game, I think. Yep, I'll be out <laughs> drinking beers again. Um, GWS are hosting the Tigers. This could be uh, this could be hurt this time. This could be ugly. This could be ugly. Yeah, I, I, I want um, I want Tigers to do well, but they're not going to win this. So there's the first game you're absolutely certain of. Yep, <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, GWS, the next game you're absolutely certain of. Yep, <laughs> Brisbane versus Adelaide. Yeah. Yep, Adelaide have had a couple oh, of tough dear. weeks, but this, uh, this won't won't extend the loss. Oh dear. Up up at up at uh, the Gabba as well. So um, yeah, I don't know. It seems like Crows Ooh. can't play home away these days. Ooh, so this is going to be a, a, a big score. But imagine if you're Brisbane, you'd think, look, you want a good game, but no. the Crows are going to be, they would have been pissed off this week, but they're going to be so much more pissed off yeah. coming into a, a double loss of two games they should have just smashed. And Lions got a, another couple of injuries. Uh, I think Rockliffe did his shoulder um, last weekend too. Yeah. So. Ooh, I, mean, uh, I don't, I don't read Adelaide media, but uh, I'm sure they copped in the press, sure knowing they what they're like, so they're going to have a lot of pressure on them. The thing is, they Brisbane would know what they have to do. Like, all right, tag Sloan. Play hard at yeah. the ball. Who yeah. wants to take Sloan? Kick straight. No, mate. No, no, no. Take no, no, no. Fuck that. <laughs> well, uh, they've I'm got good, bro. they've got that uh, Robertson who plays down back. All right. Who's he looks like he's got a bit of sore spot or merit about him, as in he's a yeah. little bit aggro. He's the one that uh, took on Buddy Franklin. You know, they said, "Oh, great on it for taking on Buddy Franklin." You know, physically. I think Buddy did kick eight. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Eight goals. Eight yeah. goals is pretty good. That's um, the you tried award. So let's <laughs> see him go up against uh, Tex Walker this week. Um, Tex has got to kick eight. That's his yeah. the benchmark now. Yeah. Well, Martin and Jacobs, uh, those two will have a, an interesting duel. I want to see how that goes. Yep. Uh, if Jacobs is going to be an all-Australian ruckman, this is the time to, to stamp it against a big-bodied uh, a ruckman like uh, like Martin. Uh, Collingwood and Hawthorne are the MCG, 17th versus 14th. Yeah, um, problem is some, someone has to win. It, yeah, it is like that. And I I don't know if Collingwood will be able to find a way to lose. See, is, that's how the game's going to go. I'm just hoping there's going to be a big crowd so it makes it exciting. Uh, I guess <laughs> it's, uh, it's going to be shit quality, but the atmosphere can make a, a game well, more interesting because you're vested into it. So, I mean, you've got the two clubs with the biggest membership in, in Victoria. Yeah. And both have to think I, they've got a sniff for a win. I thought Richmond had that. Uh, who knows? No. Who knows? Now, Richmond, I think, are third now. I know they had 80. I know, I know the worse we go, the more members we get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it depends if they're microwaved or not. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. a, that's Demons fans now. Yeah, it's too. Hey, yeah, yeah. No, how many of those do you reckon just uh, send a message in saying, why don't we have that back? Yeah. yeah. Or why don't you send it to the club room instead of, instead of uh, SEN? Oh, mm. because you wanted attention, yeah. not to get it thrown out. Um, who, who's going to win this one? Because Hawthorne are going to be playing uh, most of their Box Hill side, which is probably going to be better off for them. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm on Hollywood. I think they're due for another win just to take the pressure off Buckley for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, which will <laughs> do him well until around 16, 17. See, I think the Hawks get over the line. I feel like just pride alone won't let them lose to Collingwood. Um, it's been a little while since they've lost to Collingwood, but um, the way Hawthorne played last week, I can't see how they can beat anybody. Um, and uh, run through the middle is what Collingwood excel at. And yeah, but right. I feel like Hawks did... did sort of negate Melbourne's run through the middle of the MCG when they played them and I think Melbourne was, played shit yeah it's true but Collingwood aren't playing great yeah uh, I think yeah like I said if Hawthorne wins it's because Collingwood plays shit yeah it won't be because Hawthorne plays well that just doesn't happen this year on to Sunday we've got Essendon hosting West Coast and this game is now interesting after Essendon put in that effort last week yep. um, if they can back it up at Etihad Stadium against West Coast they can make a serious uh, run for finals this year yeah I think that's that's a big if I, yeah, I, I think so too <laughs> I don't see Essendon backing this up nope. um, I see West Coast yep. rolling I, over I think West Coast uh, getting a winner away from home not at the G but uh, you still take it you, you only play where you're scheduled to play yep yeah. I'll third that one I think West Coast will be a bit too uh, consistent yep. Prittis will tear shit up Hmm. Um, Melbourne hosting North Melbourne at the MCG I was feeling pretty confident about this last week and then Melbourne turned in that effort well yep. Goldstein's got to try and dominate yeah he um, has to because he, no. like I said he's not having a great year if Proust comes in who fucking knows yeah give Goldstein like, a week off like he is playing injured or some yeah, shit yeah. yeah probably a good yeah. idea and look there's no fucking shortage of tools so he is one player we do have some depth with granted not quite up to Goldstein's level quite um, but 
fuck, he looks good. And I mean, North Melbourne need a midfield to fire if they're going to have a chance. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. regardless of how good uh, a ruck advantage they're going to have, it's a pretty solid midfield going through that Melbourne team. This will be uh, Jordan Lewis's first look at North Melbourne since he's gone across to Melbourne. How many weeks does he get? <laughs> well, maybe that's why you don't play Goldstein. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Lewis is going to be very thankful for that. Um, and finally, Frio are hosting Perth over there. Uh, remember, this was the game last year that was the worst game ever that was so enjoyable to watch. Frio hosting Perth over there. Carlton. Yeah, Carlton. Uh, and Carlton over there in Perth. Uh, anyway, um, this was the the Benny Hill game from last year. Oh, um, I was too. I'm, I'm, I'm tuning that. in just for the I, hope of reading I it. I hope it is. I'd love to see that again. I've never yeah. enjoyed bad football more than that. No, I think the only standout for Carlton, well, not the only standout, they had a couple, but uh, I mean, Cruiser has been, even if he's not dominant in the ruck, around the ground, he's actually doing some good work. Like, he's kicking for goal straight, he's yeah. presenting himself, and he's making the other ruck accountable. Yeah, have some sandal ends. See yeah. how that goes for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be funny. Um, I'm still in the Dockers, just because yeah. over there especially. Especially um, that outside run. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think the Dockers are much better than they've been playing for the last probably, well, nine months. Well, well last year. Yeah. Yeah. They're much better than they've been coached. <laughs> yeah, it would seem so. so. So, yeah, the trick is uh, lock, lock Ross the boss in the elevator and just play the game out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm on uh, free. I think they'll scrap over the line. In a yeah. not very pretty fashion. Yeah, it's and in the uh, in the final match, um, the bye versus Port Adelaide, um, <laughs> I'm on the bye. Memories. Just <laughs> memories. All right, that'll do us for this week. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook and Twitter, um, clickingballs.com. Uh, uh, you can get the links all through there. Um, and buy a T-shirt, you bastards. Yeah, I'm pretty sure all our, all our uh, distribution of our podcast should be up and running now i think yeah. we i think we've got to sort it out hopefully yeah. um this week last week it got uploaded in time for a change so yeah, yeah. i think yeah. it was the the chinese embargo for the china game <laughs> so they've held us back may very well have been all right that'll do us all right peace jack join us today during the jeep celebration event right now get 20 percent below msrp for an average of fifteen thousand one seventy-eight under msrp on the purchase of a 2023 jeep grand cherokee overland 4xe or summit 4xe not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.